Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Have you ever had the question or the thought of like something along the lines of, what are the things I wish I would have known when I was, say, for example, 15 or, you know, adjust accordingly on up the age spectrum? Or maybe you're 50 and you're saying, I wish I would have known these things when I was 25 type of thing. I mean, people write articles occasionally about uh, using that as, a, I think, a conversation structure. And it's fascinating. It's always fascinated me how much overlapping advice there is out there. What I look for are when um, you hear someone like Warren Buffett sure. <laughs> or Charlie Munger or you know Elon Musk. And when they're answering that type of question, that's where things I think get really fascinating. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be sharing with you the 10 biggest regrets that agents have in the real estate business. I changed the name there, so don't worry about that. So what are the things that, for example, I would say moderately to very successful agents, what they regret the most or what they wish they would have done differently had they do it all over again and maybe they just got their real estate licenses. This will benefit you in two ways. Number one, obviously, is if you're a new agent, just avoid all these things. Yeah, and, num- and number two, if you're an up-and-coming agent, which is the vast majority of you that listen to us every day, maybe you make note of these things so that you can avoid these things or maybe you're stuck making one of these mistakes and this gives you the opportunity to hit hard reset and understand the longer-term ramifications of you know staying on that uh, path. And, you know, it's an opportunity for you to be introspective and do a little course correction if necessary. Now, as always, the notes for today's podcast are below in the notes section or in the, in the you know, the just scroll down if you're on iTunes or if you're on Spotify or if you're on YouTube and look for the show description. I cut and paste or rather our assistant cuts and pastes and puts into um, every single media form out there, and all of our notes. So you guys have exactly what we have. And you'll see that Julie and I usually embellish quite a bit on our individual points. But you can use these notes for yourself. You could use these notes for your team, your brokerage, or whatever it is. But we are hoping that you use this information to not just better yourself, but then to help other people really make the most of what this real estate market is, which in our opinion is going to be one of the greatest times to be in real estate, especially over the next 10 years. And we're going to explain more as we go through these 10 points. And also while you're there reading the notes, do remember that you can join Premier Coaching right now 100% for free. The link is right there. A lot of you already have. We have 150 to 200 of you that join every single month. Well, guess what? There's tens of thousands of you that listen. So there's still a lot of room for a lot of you to still join Premier Coaching. Mm -hmm. And the best part is it's free and you do have instant access to a daily semi-private coaching call with one of our Harris certified coaches. So go ahead and do that when you're reading the show notes. Click and just join Premier Coaching. You literally have nothing to lose, no risk whatsoever because it is completely free, including the daily semi-private coaching call for the first 30 days. So go ahead and take advantage of that. Julie, let's roll into point number one. Point number one, we're talking about regrets for you to avoid, whether you're new, upcoming, or grizzled veteran that maybe falls into this now and then when you get tired or busy. So point number one, a regret being busy versus being productive. Knowing what leads you to your actual profit versus practicing what we as coaches call work theater. Memorize your action list of productivity and don't waver from it. Our premier coaching clients and my elite coaching clients can tell you this list in their sleep. What makes you money in real estate? Lead generation. 
furiously fast lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing, lather, rinse, repeat, but most importantly, of course, generating the lead in the first place. So let's embellish that point ever so slightly. Here's great news for all of you that are uh, the hate schedules, is that you do you should be scheduled. You should be scheduled for at least the, fir- the morning. If you are scheduled every single day from, say, 7 a.m. till noon, for the rest of the day, you don't have to be scheduled. Matter of fact, a lot of you are going to be able to get done what you need to get done every day well before noon. Because if you are efficient at your lead, gen- your proactive lead generation, your lead follow-up, your pre-qualifying, you're presenting, you're negotiating, and then you're going to be going on listing appointments ideally in the afternoon, you don't have to have that structured of a day. Where And remember what Julie said, there's a difference between being busy and being productive. So how do you know whether you're being busy or being productive? A lot of us are seduced into doing things that we believe that sometime in the future, branding, marketing, I'm talking about you, that will pay us dividends. Well, you've got to realize that if you cannot draw a direct, 100% clear as day line between your effort and the results, and the results would be helping somebody and getting paid, you shouldn't be doing it especially in an economy and a real estate market like this. Point number two. Point number two, and this one goes to your personal life and your business life, not showing overt gratitude to those who matter most. Someone once wrote about a gentleman they encountered at a graveyard who was placing flowers on his deceased wife's grave. He said, every day since she passed away, I've come here to bring her these flowers. I should have done that long ago. She would have really loved that. So don't wait until it's too late. Boy, Julie, you really brought this conversation down. <laughs> well, you know, don't wait till it's too late, right? Well, but just again, let's keep it practical. One of the, and this makes you feel good. That's sort of, you know, an interesting yeah. little side stream benefit. A lot of us go throughout life thinking that we would appreciate more gratitude. We'd appreciate more hugs. We'd appreciate more shows of appreciation. We'd appreciate, you know, our loved ones, especially in our friends, appreciating us more. Well, here's how it works. If you want more of something, you have to give it away first. I know that's kind of crazy, but it's true. So if you want more appreciation, start showing appreciation of the people you love. How can you do it even making it even more practical? Every day comes down to, and we're going to talk about this in a second, uh, you know, three to five minimum standards. And this goes with your schedule too. Things that you should be doing every single day. And really you can use these 10 regrets to kind of comprise your own minimum standards. But one of the things we prescribe to all of our coaching clients is that you do overtly, as in through your words, <laughs> or maybe just a quick message, right? Show overt appreciation for other people. When was the last time somebody said something overtly uh, to you uh, that showed that was showing appreciation? When was the last time you received a note from somebody, or a, you know, even a, a a little show of gratitude in any form from anybody? You notice how people have gotten out of the habit of saying thank you. People have gotten out of the habit of really saying why somebody means something to them. It doesn't have to be some long soliloquy. Thank you. I need to caffeinate (laughs) up, don't I? Apparently, yes. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be something like that. It could be something that's just really short and to the point. Listen, you said something to me the other day that I really appreciate and had it helped me in this way. Those types of things go a long way with, with virtually everybody. And if you really want to differentiate yourself not just for the sake of making money, but if you want to differentiate yourself as a human on planet Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say planet Earth because we might be on planet Mars sooner than we think. <laughs> uh, right. You do want to be that person that's always showing appreciation to other people. In your family, make sure you're doing that every single day. Hug, kiss, I love you. That goes a huge, uh, that goes yes. a long way because it's so easy to take the people that mean the most to you for granted. And those are the people that you're going to miss the most when they're no longer in your life. And I'm not just saying you know, because they're no longer alive. And I'm saying because they didn't feel appreciation from you and they're now essentially 
you know, ghosting you out of their lives. It's Mm -hmm. too late. You guys get it? Next point. Yes. Thank you for making that point even better. All right. Point number three, spending too much time getting ready to get started. Now this one drives the coaches crazy because it is such so symptomatic uh, in real estate, getting ready to get started and staying in unconscious incompetence perpetually. Unconscious incompetence is when you don't know what you don't know because you're spending so much time getting ready to get started. This is a result of many different things. Some of them are analysis paralysis, following the wrong quote guru, not being your own guru, lack of exposure to success, or possibly just, I'm going to say it, laziness. All of these things are curable, but you must be proactive. You've got to get out of getting ready to get started to someday possibly be ready to maybe consider being proactive. That's the reason one of the underlying themes of our coaching program is learn while you earn. Don't just learn and then say, one day I'm going to get started actually doing the real work of real estate and then I'm going to earn. Learn on the job. Your best people to role play with, your best people to practice with, your best, the best way for you to learn the fastest is join the coaching program, obviously use our systems, and then work with customers. Don't wait until you've mastered the listing presentation before you finally have the courage to go on a listing presentation, or I'm not going to go after that for sale by owner until my pre-listing pack is done. Yes, it would be better to have your pre-listing pack done, but no, you should not wait for anything to be done. Just go knock on the door. That's right. You are not learning to be a surgeon. I mean, maybe a couple of our listeners are, but you know, that's different (laughs) when you're a surgeon or a pilot, you can't really, you know, practice practice in the same way that you can in real estate, which is a huge blessing. Welcome to the first day of medical school. This is Bob. He's volunteered to be, you know, your practice. Patient number one. Patient number one. Right. So go, go for it. Hopefully you've read the educational video. Hope to see you at the end. Okay. Point number four, health and fitness fails. Again, we're talking about regrets to avoid health and fitness fails. How long are you going to wait to get into shape? Does it take a health scare to get you into action? Working out at Orange Theory, CrossFit, Zumba, or other is not just good for you, but will also grow your business when you learn the Ford script. We've done podcasts on that, talking about family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. But waiting, if you know that you are out of shape, whether that's five pounds, 50 pounds, or worse, it's not going to get better if you wait. There's no ben- really. There are no benefits to being overweight. And by the way, everybody pretty much is 15 or 20 pounds overweight. And there are so many ways, so much money that is made. I bet you billions, billions of dollars every year trying to sell people into this you know, new guru's way of losing weight. There's so many fads and things like that. I'm going to give you guys the bottom line. Are you ready, listeners? This and is I, radical. I can feel it coming. Well, I mean, it's the truth, right? Yeah. Uh, so number one, there is, uh, starting in January, you know, there was a FDA approved something called semi-glutite, and it comes in many brand names. But we have had more coaching clients and friends who have started taking semi-glutite. Uh, Ozempic, I think is what Ozempic. the brand name is. Yep. There's several of them. Mm-hmm. And they have lost sometimes 15 to 20% of their body weight. In other words, they've lost 15 to 20% body weight, which was body fat. In so, a healthy way. This is not right. some radical, strange thing. Right. And I'll tell you guys this too. Julie and I started taking it about four months ago. And neither one of us, or at least we didn't think we had really any body fat. Well, well, Julie's lost probably about 10 pounds and I've lost probably about 15 pounds. And we've never, frankly, looked better or felt better. And the side benefits of semi-glutide, now you guys are thinking, Tim shouldn't be talking about this. He's a real estate coach. Well, you're right. Do your own homework, okay? Uh, But the side benefits of taking these, uh, taking uh, semi-glutide, which is a peptide, are the list is long. Of all the other body, like we, I have, Julie and I have a friend in Puerto Rico, who has been on statins and trying to lower his cholesterol and the rest mm-hmm. of it. 
And statins have some you know harmful side effects. Again, not a doctor here. You guys can do your own homework on this. Uh, and if your doctors that got you on statin, take your statin. Okay, so don't confuse what we're saying with medical advice because it's not. But he has taken himself off the statins, and he's this is an actual experiment that he had. This is him telling me the story. Um, he said he used to go. To, actually, I heard this from two different men. Actually, mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about it. So. Um, the first guy's name is Joe, right? Mm-hmm. So Joe had high blood pressure and he was also overweight. Not really, but we knew him from the gym. So he wasn't like obesely overweight, but he was overweight. So as a result of that, he had he was starting to develop cardiovascular problems. He's a, he's roughly our age. And so the doctors put him on statins and you guys maybe, or maybe do or don't know what statins do. And um, he was taking them. Now the side effects that he was worried about is as you age, well, first of all, there's, there's just side effects from statins. Again, do your own homework. He then... Same doctor said, there's this new thing. It's semi-glutide. Here's the brand name. You can take it. He started taking it and he lost probably 40 pounds. I'm not even making it up. We hadn't seen him for a matter of months. And then I saw him and he looked like almost a different person. He looks at least 10 or 15 years younger too. For sure. Mm-hmm. But here's what he told me that was really shocking. He said he went to the doctor to have his blood panel done and to check his blood cholesterol and all the rest of it. And he said the doctor, he went and had it done, all the normal process. The doctor sent him back in. The doctor said, uh, Joe, it turns out that, you know, we think the labs were messed up. You have to go have your blood panel done again. And Joe said, okay, well, whatever. There was a mistake made at the lab. And then they did it again. Then the lab results come out the same. And then they realized that what was causing his actual cholesterol levels to reduce weren't the uh, the, you know, the lipids and all, or not the, um, the statins. statins, right? It was the semi-glutide. And what happens is it's a drug that was originally made for people that had diabetes and it does things in the body that causes you not just to eat less, but also causes your blood sugar to get in check. Research this yourself. That's number one. Every single one of you should be seriously considering uh, at least researching semi-glutide and decide if it's for you or not. Semi-glutide is the uh, peptide name and it comes in brand names, like I said. And if you're furiously typing away on your keyboard like that cat in all of the memes that, you know, why are Tim and Julie talking about this? Ask your doctor. We're just exposing you to something you should investigate. That's right. all. So no negative comments because we're talking about things that are outside of our wheelhouse. We know we're talking outside of our wheelhouse. We're just giving generalized advice and hopefully giving you a direction that you can follow. Number two you definitely should consider, and this actually works perfectly if you're on semi-glutide, this uh, being low carb. The jury is in. Low carb is the lifestyle to have. Research it yourself. Sugar is pretty much the poison in all these Mm -hmm. different processed foods. Research this yourself. Just 100% research being low carb, having a low carb lifestyle. Number three, you don't have to do what Julie and I do, which is, you know, working out every day using kettlebells and all the rest of it. We do that because we like to personally challenge ourselves and the physical challenge of especially what we do with kettlebells actually makes us better in other aspects of our lives too, which is another benefit of working out and keeping your body in good shape. It keeps your mind frosty. Well, so you don't have to do that. And again, research has been done. If you just walk for 15 minutes a day and combine with those other two things, your life is going to change. Now, if you do this habit stacking, some people call it. If you start working out, if you start in a go to a doctor, have your blood panel checked, do your own homework on all of this, and you know you can go and listen to. There's so much fantastic information, especially on YouTube for doctors that have researched all this. Um, there's a podcast I listen to. I don't remember the name of it right now. Um, you know, if you guys want to know, just ask me on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at timandjulieharris.com, where I've learned a lot about this stuff over the years. But that is your very easy to understand path forward that will work for many of you to get your health in check. 
And the future version of you will absolutely sing the praises of the current version of you. Listen, set your skepticism aside. Again, every time we talk about anything that's health-related, we always get people that are confused by what we're talking about. We're not qualified to talk about it. You are right. We are not. Do your own homework. Make your own decisions. Point number five. That's right, because this podcast is about getting rid of some of the things that you would regret in even a week from now or a month from now. But that is a good example. You could become the most successful real estate agent ever what that ever was, but you've got horrible health. What the hell benefit What's do you have? What's the point? What's exactly. the point? You have right. to do these things simultaneously. So that brings us to point number five on your list of regrets could be relying, this is your favorite one, relying yep. on the three B's of BS for your success. That's building a team, buying business, or building your brand. None of those things are actually related to your success. Well, you should have not used the word success there. You should have used the word profitability. Okay. Not related to your profitability. So right. stop looking for external reasons and take ownership of your trajectory. Learn to proactively lead generate or you will never be in control of your potential. Well, the reason I had Julie change out the word success is because you define success however you define it, but there's no only one way to define profitability. You right? are profitable or you're a right. nonprofit. And so we're coming out of this era for the last 15 years where you got your real estate license and now you're being pressured to buy leads. We talk about buying the fallacy of the lead buyer. We've talked about that forever. Here's really all you got to look at is it goes to profitability. Many of you are working for brokerages where you're like, I am just going to work with this brokerage because they give me leads. You're paying for leads. They're not giving you anything. You're buying leads, not just for with your money, but with your time. And there are lots of examples out there. You can work with you know a number of brokerages and you can buy leads for, let's say it's a $10,000 commission that you earn from working with a buyer. Well, guess what? After all the splits, after the referral fees, after all the this is and the other things, you're working for what probably amounts to about 20% of that 10 grand. Maybe you're making 2,500 bucks before your personal expenses and before taxes. And the only reason you're doing that is because you don't know how to proactively lead generate yourself. If you realize the fact that proactive lead generation is not that difficult. It's a skill you can learn. It's not something you have to you know, invest in financially because you now know how to do things. You now know how to get things done. You don't need to ever succumb to buying leads because buying leads is one of the best ways to destroy your profitability. Building a team. Now, we are huge advocates of building a team in the essence, in the sense that we want you, as your production increases, we want you to obviously add staff. You have to add staff if you want to do more. You have to scale your business Okay, so don't misunderstand what we're saying. What we're trying to help you understand is you are giving, a, a lot of people are putting a lot of pressure on you that in order for you to be uh, successful by their definition of successful, which is selling more houses, not necessarily increasing your profitability, that you have to add a lot of staff. There is a time when to hire, there is a time when to fire, and you have to do it um, appropriately or you're not going to have any profitability. And now the last one, the building your brand thing, we talk a lot about that on the podcast. A lot of you guys are being uh, led to believe that the reason that you're not more quote unquote successful is because you have not worked on your brand. Your brand in real estate is something that comes as a result of you having helped people buy and sell real estate. Ask any successful agent where their last you know, dozen deals came from. They will all tell you centers of influence, past clients, proactive lead generation, not the billboard on I-35. You understand what I'm trying to explain to you guys here? There is a place for building your team. There is a place possibly for even paying referral fees for buying business. And there is a place for marketing and advertising and brand building. But it comes after you have mastered the art and science of being a proactive lead generator. Otherwise, you'll never have profitability. Every single day, I talk to people about joining eXp Realty. 
Julie and I have you know, an eXp Realty group. We encourage all of you to consider joining us at eXp Realty. And if you come to me as, with a team or a brokerage, I'm going to ask you to send me your profit and loss statement. You probably don't really have one, so I'm going to have to help you create one. And what you're quickly going to realize when I do that is you're making far less net profit than you think. I see that happening every single time. Where's your money going? Usually to overpaying your broker, frankly. And the second thing I always see is too much money spent on things that you're not holding accountable. Marketing, advertising, buying business are the two biggest ones. Or frankly, you build a team and the people on your team are who you think are you know doing something or you're paying people to do a, 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 maybe a function of servicing transactions. You don't need those people. You're, you're overpaying for staff that has become redundant and you just don't know it. And you need someone from the outside to kind of shine light on the fact that it's a good opportunity for you to right size your approach to your real estate business and build around profit. Your real estate business guys at the end of the day should be producing at least a 50% paid to you profit margin. Our most successful agents the ones that make millions and millions of dollars net to them are usually operating above 75%. But what's happened is because of the building of the team, the buying the business and the building your brand types, you're seeing most profitability of most teams now is less than 10%. Less than 10%. They make a million dollars and their actual profit before they pay their own personal overhead in taxes is a hundred grand. I'm not making that up listeners. Well, here you want something even more scary. You're seeing the same thing happening and it's been happening forever with real estate brokerages. Most real estate brokerages make less than 3%. Most of them make barely less than 2% profit. It's incredible. So that's one of the biggest reasons that so many people are moving over to eXp Realty because eXp Realty recasts a lot of the expenses you already have. It makes it so you can immediately run a vastly more profitable business. All of you should be seriously considering joining eXp Realty. We'd love the opportunity to have the conversation with you about uh, joining us at eXp Realty and having Julie and I be your sponsor. There's two paths to follow with doing that. You can just text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. I'm also going to leave a link. Actually, there is a link already in the show description. You can just click down. That is a website we made that explains why you want to join EXP and why you want to have Julie and I as your sponsor. It's there. It's waiting for you to do your own homework. Or if you're ready to choose a broker or ready to upgrade your brokerage experience and you know you want to move forward with Julie and I EXP Realty, text me directly at 512-758-0206. That is my real cell phone number. Please text. Don't call. Give me a little bit of bio information on yourself, and let's move forward and help you join Julie and I at EXP Realty. Again, my cell phone number is 512-758-0206. Regret number six, and this is one of the number one reasons that people get into coaching Allowing a failure, a string of failures, or a bad month, or a bad batch of transactions to become your theme song versus just saying next and moving on. You guys describe this as being stuck, or I've decided I hate real estate now because I just did two or three really tough transactions. Instead, say it's too soon to tell. That's better than making your temporary failure into an adult failure spiral. I just wrote an, uh, an article for Housing Wire about this last week, Tim where I was talking about this has become, this particular point about having like this bad, this tough stretch of business become what your year is about. Why is this worse this year? It's because the fear of missing out transactions have left the market. It's because 50% of investors have left the market. It's because a lot of borrowers have, uh, buyers have decided to step on the sidelines and you know maybe they don't want to or can't qualify anymore. So we've got this, this batch of A plus business 
that was around for the past three to five years until the second half of last year has left the market. So what are you guys doing? Some of you, you're trying to turn B minus or C plus business into A plus business. And because you are working with fewer people and you're not being proactive enough to find the A plus business because it's harder to find this year, you are going through a lot more stress. This is why people join coaching so that an interested third party, that would be our Harris certified coaches, or in the case of my elite clients, me, look in at your transactions, look in at your lead generation, your pre-qualifying, your use of scripts, and say to you, you know why that stress is happening is because you want that transaction more than that person does, and you are looking for some kind of magic thing to make that transaction easier that doesn't exist. The threshold for someone to become your client uh, today is completely different than it was 24 months ago. Uh, not right. just financially, but emotionally, uh, psychologically. All the things have changed. And Julie said it, FOMO, fear of missing out. So before, the market was always moving forward because everyone had fear of missing out. The seller was fearful of losing whatever they wanted to buy. They are fearful of maybe losing the money that they were going to walk away with when they sold their existing mm -hmm. home. Uh, buyers were obviously motivated by similar things. Now most of that FOMO is out of the market. And you, here's the thing that you have to accept. Just assume what I'm telling you is true because it is. You have never really had to learn how to sell real estate in the essence of never really having to help people deal with their own psychological holdups about buying and selling real estate. You've never learned, had to learn the skill set necessary in this market because you, again, the market was had so much FOMO in it, you haven't had to. They were going to buy or sell with or without you. The market and, was selling houses. Exactly. The market was selling. You know, you never, here's another way people take, you know, they don't like it when I say this, but it's true. You've actually never sold a house. You technically legally have. But the buyer bought the house. You cannot, you cannot talk a seller who doesn't want to sell into selling their house. You cannot talk a buyer, maybe an investor, but you cannot talk a buyer who does not already want to buy that house into buying that house, right? You're just the person there that's supposed to help them transact. You're a facilitator. You're a facilitator at the end of the day. You're going to sometimes, but where this, that's essentially what's happened in the past. What's happening now is you have people that still want to transact. They, those types of people are still in the market, but they've got so much head junk, you know, that you're going to have to have the skill set to move them past the head junk or even those uh, people that would transact will talk themselves out of it because you don't have the facts. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to help. You know, we talked about this yesterday. You don't know how to address their concerns about the real estate market, falling prices, interest rates. You've got to learn all this. So the past market made up for low skill set agents because of all the FOMO. This market, the agents that are cleaning up are the ones that had the skill set. Now, they didn't have the skill set maybe 24 months ago, but they've learned it and they're learning it quickly. And one of the easiest ways for you guys to do this is join our coaching program. Scroll down, click the link. You can join now for free. Next point. All right, point number seven. And I see this more with the more experienced agents for the most part, I'd say. And that is having to be right all the time. Lack of flexibility, being overly rigid and not having versatility are all hazards to your income, your reputation, and your ability to achieve your dreams. So having to be right all the time, that's something like walking away from a listing and posting all over social media. I walked away because they wanted their price 10,000 over my price. Well, you know what? If that seller was motivated and has to sell, especially in this market, maybe you shouldn't be bragging about walking away from business because you had to have what you wanted. Point number eight. Point number eight, not setting goals. Again, this is where coaching helps. A goal is a dream with an action plan. 
A goal is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. That stands for SMART goals. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Saying that you need to earn more money next year is a dream. Stating that you will save $25,000 by December 31st by adding two more lead generation spokes, saving 10% from every check, and closing eight more transactions, doing it all before December 31st, that is a much more specific goal, more of a goal and less of a dream. And our real estate treasure map, I know it's a cheesy name, but it's our fill-in-the-blank business plan. It's waiting for you. It's in the first level of Premier Coaching. You get it for free. It's like 60 pages because originally it was a book, a little book, right? more of a white paper. Anyway, download it, fill it out, and it's going to walk you through how to set exact specific goals. It This is really any time of year is a great time of year to be setting goals. I'll caution you against setting goals that are more than maybe six or 12 months out because things are changing so quick. But really the reason you don't want to uh, you know set goals for much more than six or 12 months right now is because if you're involved in coaching, your skill set is going to increase as your mindset tunes into the fact that opportunity is everywhere because of this market. So you're going to most likely set goals that are too small because you're going to improve fast. And so maybe today you're saying, well, I want to sell another 20 houses this year or 10 houses or whatever your number is. Well, you're joining coaching. You're now knowing how to say, for example, list expireds. You all of a sudden over the next, say, 90 days, you list 15 expireds. Well, you just eviscerated your goals. You need to reset them constantly. Mm -hmm. So there's always something pulling your uh, pulling you forward. And I'll, you know, don't be afraid to use materialistic things as motivators for yourself when it comes to goals. Don't be afraid to say, I want a new house or I want to buy a purse. I mean, you know, Julie used purses for years. Don't be afraid to say, I want to spoil my family and take them to Disney World or whatever. Use things that are going to truly motivate you. And it's okay. I mean, at the end of the day, guys, we're spiritual beings and physical manifestations, and so we need stuff. So if it takes using stuff to motivate you, use it. And that's all something you'll learn about when you're going and filling out your real estate treasure map. The easiest way to get that is join Premier Coaching. Scroll down, click the link, join Premier Coaching. It costs you a total of nothing. Next point, Julie. Next point or next regret is number nine, playing the long game versus focusing on shorter, more attainable goals. You just talked about this with regards to goal setting on a shorter term basis. You don't have to know all the steps, just the first one. Do that, then do the next step. The steps you take as you're achieving are often very different than how you thought it would go when you were procrastinating, getting ready to get started, and maybe having fear of the unknown. So well, just take that first step. And that that's goes back to the like, so for example, you want to lose weight in the next six months. You want to get in shape. Maybe you even want to drill down and get your blood cholesterol, whatever it is, right? You're going to focus in on what you're going to focus in. Maybe you want to make it so that you can run a mile in a certain amount of time, or you want just pick something. Don't, and we told, we gave you kind of the framework, you know, you can join Orange Theory, you do some of the other things we suggested. All of those things will come into your life faster than you can possibly imagine. So don't worry about what comes after that. Set a goal for six months from now, you're going to lose your 15 pounds. You're going to do these other things. You're going to have gone to Orange Theory or whatever it is, you know, this many times on this these particular days. Uh, what you'll see is that in the process of actually physically doing those activities and seeing yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally changing, other aspects of your life will change exponentially. You'll get more efficient at work. You're going to have better relationships. You're going to be more confident. All these types of things, you're going to start attracting people to you that notice that you're improving your life. Family members, friends, they're going to say, Bob, you look amazing. Uh, you know, you're, you've lost weight. You're doing all these other things. 
your whole life will start to change. Same thing happens when you're focusing on your business and you're focusing on increasing your number of listings and your, you know, all the other things we coach you guys to do. Open your mind to the fact that the best way to keep your mindset positive is always move forward. Don't think about the past. Always move forward. Enzo Ferrari um, was once asked, what's your favorite Ferrari? And his answer, which I love, is the next one. (laughs) There you go. Okay. Regret number 10, our final regret number 10, doing this all by yourself, guessing your way through and winging it. Get help. Why try to reinvent the wheel? Do what is proven to work and then repeat it. This is not a business to try things out or to see what happens. That's too costly in terms of both time and money. So get a coach, be coachable, do it today, become a premier coaching member so that you don't have to do all of this alone. It's not just about the coaches. It's about all of your colleagues that are on those daily calls that are supporting you, that are showing their success, that are setting the example, like-minded, positive, motivational, you know, join premier coaching. That's really what it comes down to. So you don't have to feel like you're out in the real estate wilds trying to figure this thing out. Well, what's that old Chinese proverb, Julie? I mean, obviously it's an old, it's an old because it's a Chinese proverb, right? What's the new (laughs) Chinese proverb, right? I don't know. You know, a smart man learns from his mistakes. A brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. That's right. That's in essence, it is, it is truly interesting to me, the number of people that get into real estate and they don't know that they're not business minded. They see real estate as their opportunity to express themselves. It's some sort of like psychological release valve. They're, they're in it to, you know, they're seduced by the marketing, the branding. They've watched too much, you know, HGTV or whatever. And they think it's about prancing around and high end designer clothes and opening doors and all the world. Sure. You know, they believe all of that. They don't actually realize what this business is about. What any business is about is being of service to other people. They don't realize that the best way to be of service to other people is to earn the right to be of service to other people from the skill set you have to offer. You might look like a fashion model, but if you actually don't know how to solve people's problems, if you don't know how to move them past their psychological issues about transacting in this market, well, guess what? You're not going to make any money. You're not going to be of service to other people. So if you're wondering what your next natural step is going to be, obviously, it's to follow a proven path. Don't get into this business or any business. Pretend that you are bought a franchise. And this isn't a franchise, but Premier Coaching is the franchise model. Plug into Premier Coaching. Do what the Premier Coaches have asked you to do. Follow the system. Follow the program. Do exactly what we ask you to do, how we ask you to do it. And you will soon discover that you don't have to recreate anything. You don't have to figure something out or work on your brand or do all this other sort of mystical stuff where there's no end game and there's no way of holding any of it accountable because you're not going to need to nor are you going to want to because all of a sudden what you've always wanted from your life but also from working for yourself is going to start to show up in your life. You're going to start getting the gratitude from the people that you're helping. You're going to see yourself becoming more successful. You follow our coaching program, you're probably going to lose weight. You're going to make contact and friends with people that are, you know, you might find now to be aspirational, but soon they're going to be your friends and your peers. That is what it's all about. So move forward now, join Premier Coaching if you haven't done so already. And guys, this market, in our opinion, is going to declare new kings and queens in every real estate market. Julie and I have been doing this for over two decades. And Every single time there's been a significant change in the real estate market, the agents that were the leaders in those particular markets were rarely the leaders 
after the market sort of returned back to some level of normalcy. That's what we're experiencing now. So if you wanted to get into the high-end real estate market, now is a great time. If you wanted to move to some other you know, market that's maybe on the water someplace because you've always wanted to live there and had this fantasy about, maybe now is the best time for you to do that. If you ever wanted to, you know, frankly, get into real estate, now is a great time to do it. Don't believe the naysayers. The greatest fortunes of men and women are always made during the greatest times of change, and we're experiencing one of those greatest times of change now. So focus in, drill down, and really make the most of what this market has to offer. Seriously consider becoming a premier coaching client if you've not done so. In the meantime, guys, thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.